If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the wrap. It's the very end of August and almost spring, and you're tuned into The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And with August now pretty much out of the way, it's time to consider September, also known by many as the start of spring, or what we in the tech world like to call it, the time when Apple looks set to release products. In the next week, that's exactly what you can expect, as Apple confirmed rumors of a September 7 US launch for a new iPhone 14 range, and it will likely be accompanied with some other bits and pieces as well. We can more or less rely on the idea of a new Apple Watch, or two, or three, there's a rumor of an extreme model in the pipeline, but the rumors are also hot for a new generation of iPad and iPad Pro, plus maybe some new noise-canceling AirPods Pro, given they're about three years old now. In short, if you're considering buying Apple gear, maybe wait until the middle of next week, and be sure to check out our site at picker.com.au or therap.com.au for more when it happens. There is more happening, of course, so this show isn't just about the iPhone. But there is news about phones, with payphones in the spotlight, as Telstra finds a use for its 12,000 strong payphone network. Those phone boxes mightn't get the use they once did, but they're still important to some, and if you hang around one, you might even find free wireless internet thanks to an initiative Telstra has switched on. Telstra phone boxes already offered free calls, and now they're waking up to free Wi-Fi as well, with 3,000 phones switching on free Wi-Fi last week. Try saying that one three times fast. With the remaining 9,000 or so set to offer free wireless internet in the next year or so. Something for nothing is great, but something for more money, well, a little less so. That's what's happening with Sony's PlayStation 5, if you can even find it. Never mind that the console is rare enough to find in stores, Sony has also added to the cost of the PS5 in Australia, and indeed much of the rest of the world. Costing 50 bucks more for each edition in Australia, now it's 650 for the digital edition, and $800 for the model with a Blu-ray drive locally. Those are almost like PlayStation 3 launch prices, yikes. They'll still be less expensive than some new gear on the way, as LG preps a massive 45-inch Ultra Gear OLED monitor for gamers at IFA, and Samsung readies a massive 55-inch Odyssey Arc mini LED monitor for gamers as well. Neither one comes with a price in Australia, but you can likely file them in the category of, if you have to ask, and you can fill in the rest. They're not the only big screens either. LG has a positively massive TV in the way in another gadget set to be shown at IFA, arriving in a no-joke 97-inch OLED TV. It'll form a part of LG's G-series OLED TVs, which means it'll likely be a 4K display, just one measuring 2.46 meters diagonally. That is definitely a huge TV, and one that we're sure the price will be just about as big for. LG Australia hasn't talked up a price officially, but with the 83-inch version of that screen costing $13,000 locally, we're guessing this new model will hit somewhere between 20 and 30 grand. In short, if you want to see the screen, find some rich friends or make an amazing million dollar app. For everyone else, we're looking at earphones at a more wallet-friendly price. There's a new model popping up in Australia this week as Anchor's Soundcore brand pops up locally, getting a $130 pair of noise-canceling earphones in with the Space A40, a pair we can't wait to try for that price. Before then, we have a review of Google's latest, the Pixel Buds Pro, and these are finally an attempt at noise cancellation from the maker of the Pixel phone, plus obviously the maker of the Pixel Buds. These come in costing just shy of $300 in Australia, and they're earphones that slip in nicely and kind of just 
just sit in your ears blocking the world out while you tune into your tunes or even podcasts like this. They'll offer touch controls and a very small amount of water resistance and they sound quite good too. You'll find fairly balanced audio in a good transparency mode plus some decent noise cancellation and near 30 hours of battery life. What you won't find is an app that makes the Pixel Buds Pro customizable on anything other than Android, which is kind of like the problem Apple's AirPods Pro have on Android as well. Both work on each other's phones, but neither offers customization or an app on the other. It's incredibly frustrating. There's also nothing particularly special about the Pixel Buds Pro. They do a good job, and at 300 bucks, they're basically Google's AirPods Pro for Android, but there are so many better pairs of noise-canceling earphones out there that it's hard to say get these over any other pair. These compete with some great choices from Beats, Jabra's, Sennheiser, and Sony. And so while the Pixel Buds Pro are good, we think you can probably do better. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode can be found each week at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get podcasts from. And we have a new podcast that goes every day called Your Tech Refresh that you can find as well. For now, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Stay safe, stay sane, and take care.